0: Welcome to Two Men on the Run, and um, I'm joined over Skype as we're still in lockdown 2.0 by my co-host John Joe. Can you hear me,
1: Matthew? Can you hear me?
0: I can just about hear you there. Yeah, I hope the listeners uh, don't mind our audio quality.
1: I'm sure, sure it's very, very good quality. You know, um, we've been working on this system for quite some time. Sadly, some of the earlier episodes weren't quite of the quality, but we're getting there.
0: We are, and hopefully, by the end of next week, anyway, uh, we'll be out of lockdown and we can do this back again in person uh, and get that audio quality back up. So, yeah, what, what do you think about coming out of lockdown again, John Joe? Races back on the cards, training back on the cards. How's it going? What are you thinking?
1: Talking about quality, I, I must, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to invest in a, a cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it's the thing, isn't it? With qu- when you talk about quality, the bean itself, you know, you got the bean in its essence and its, in its it, in its first sort of state before it's, I don't know, it's it's plucked from some kind of plant, is it? I don't know. You know, it's, you see, you just don't see these things. You don't know either, but um, or do you. Uh, Hello, Matthew. Uh, no,
0: no. It's a, well, it's a, it's a coffee bean, isn't it? It's a bean, it's a, yeah. plant, it's bean, plant, it's yeah. a
1: plant, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and of course, we, we find the instant stuff, and then, you just, then you've got the plunge tool which you mix in the powder, or then you've got the cafeteria system using the steam and the qualities, the variant qualities, and then the, the origin of the coffee. Kenya, or, so we talk about coffee, we talk about qualities. And then we move that into running and we talk about qualities regarding sessions and, and everything that you do leads to a, to a, a particular goal. And that, that's the key. It's the goal, isn't it, that you need? And the problem at the moment for me is, is the lack of goals in regards to races. I've become, um, I, um, I'm not the only person. I know yourself, you've had issues recently. Oh yeah, yeah, um, struggling. Struggling with, with your shop being closed. I went past to place the other day, an e-cigarette shop. It was open. the The sign was flashing, and uh, the door was open. It was in um, a radiant area of Saint Helens. It, it was in Par, and um, and the door, as I say, the door was open. and 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 um, My mother, by the way, is from from Par. It's it is a lovely area, despite what they say about it. and um, and yet these shops are supposed to be closed. Your business has, has had to close. Um, I think some businesses have, have chosen, more recently, within the last week, to open up, perhaps, and break those, you know, particulars.
0: I think so. I, I think there's a there's a lot of sort of um, irritation in it now. I mean, I, I was irritated with it in the, the first place when we went back into lockdown. I think we all sort of know that the the main causes of the increases in sort of cases and, and deaths and things like that and, and everything has been the stuff like the, the, the schools and universities, we've talked about it before because it's, it's so difficult to control, um, you know, children and, and students and things like that. So, you know, the, 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 there was better ways of doing stuff and, and the government uh, failed at, at that, I think. So, you know, to stop to close shops and restaurants and things when they were putting everything in place and, and really already restricting how they, they did business, I think was a, it was a daft idea. And I think the fact that, We're now coming back out of lockdown um, and for Christmas, I don't know if you know this one, um, for Christmas we're allowed, for five days, we're allowed to join together with three other households so we can uh, can uh, celebrate Christmas. Um,
1: A great big party. A great big party and
0: stuff like that and uh, I'm sure we'll be back in lockdown in February.
1: Um, (laughs) Sounds like a great idea to me, I could do with a party. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think that's it, I think we all could but I think it's... uh, I'm sure the government's idea on the back of that will be to put us straight back into lockdown uh, in the new year. Which you, seems, you mentioned that interesting
1: to that interesting word you use control. You know, should should anybody be controlling control? Should we be controlling? You know, should it be an aim to control anything really? Yeah, shouldn't it be more? An enlightened approach would be, you know, using one's own sort of common sense. Yeah, it should be. And I mean, we, we've so? we've, discussed it. Yeah, we've discussed, yeah, we've discussed it plenty yeah. of times on
0: the show. Yeah. It, really, now we're in a place where it should just be down to the common sense of the people. Now we we, I know we that, understand the dangers and the risks, and are, I think we're sensible though, enough to. to I, did,
1: I don't know if I've discussed this with you, but it's all centered around a fear of death. Did, you, did we've discussed this with you already? This idea, you see, that we are all, we we don't like the Stoics. Um, talked about death quite a lot you know very interesting because by talking about it and being uh, accepting of the fact that we are we're all going to die um gives actually the opposite it gives a freedom a lot of people a lot of people now certainly in the western world that we live in so protective over the the things that they have the qualities the luxuries and they're very fearful of death Uh, and and this this i think is very interesting because it relates to some of the decisions from government. Very fearful.
0: It does, of, uh... and uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I always remember me, me uh, my dad, um, when he he sort of knew he was he was dying, and he sort of accepted it, and uh, he quite enjoyed planning his funeral. To be fair, um, mm-hmm. he wanted another one back to the dust. By Queen as his oh, yeah, uh, song yeah. as he went down into to the creme, it yeah. um, yeah. got changed slightly because my my auntie slightly uh, you're joking really uh, quite religious sort of thing and she thought oh. it was a little bit little bit on the nose that one so I mean instead he had uh, Spirit in the Sky which is still. You know, a nice cheerful, and an upbeat song. So, yeah, you know. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, he, he really accepted it. And, and and he loved planning his funeral, to be fair, the last couple of weeks of his life. He really enjoyed sitting there and, and talking about how many people were going to come it's, and things like that. By the way, so.
1: something's happened with your father, a realisation. Um, and this is what happens with some individuals. Uh, they're kind of, they're sort of released from, you know, they realise yeah. that they've got this... The, but for some other people, actually, they go the other way. They go be, become even more anxious and uptight yeah. about their own. Um, uh, and, that,
0: and that's it. And, and it's yeah, coming, yeah. And I think the thing with the death thing on it, on, on this COVID thing, I, I saw a very interesting post by uh, by our friend Charlie Spedding, really? um the yeah. other day yeah. um, on on Facebook. It was mm. um, regarding. The, the numbers and the facts and figures on COVID. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense. It's, you see on the, the death um, charts that they show the numbers of, of deaths and things like that from COVID. Yeah. It says inc- um, all deaths include anyone who's died um, within 28 days of testing positive of, of COVID. So, you know, and to what Charlie's point on, on this um, this clip that he posted was that it's te- it's telling us that people have died... Uh, within 28 days of a positive test now these deaths you know if you look at the numbers and stuff then as well that they show you know these people are uh, highly obese um, heart problems um, you know various uh, cancers everything that so they're already at a high risk of, of, of death anyway and obviously COVID then is is maybe making them weaker because of the the virus and then obviously they're dying from that and so in that case that the numbers there you know are being pushed up for like you say a bit of a fear sort of side of things of of death and that control side from that mm. standpoint And you know it would be i think a better number to show from the government there would be um the numbers exactly of of covid exact and those that then have what other conditions they've got if they've died because you know in reality there there's you know, if someone's had a heart attack and things like that and stuff, and they've they've also got COVID, of course they're going to be at a lot higher risk of, of, of dying there from from it, um, due to the fact of the state that they're, they're already in from the the prior condition that they've got.
1: And these prior conditions should be tackled, shouldn't they? And, and obesity, diabetes, which Charlie's mentioned, you know, that Public Health England, in his book, he, he absolutely uh, vilifies the world, it vilifies yeah, Public yeah. Health England for the lack of. Uh, a response which is fitting towards some kind of answer and it's not an answer it's it's more of the same uh, from the dietary guidelines um to to um the fact that the numbers have gone up you know obesity diabetes it's gone up and up and up uh, they're clearly not working and um, a lot of it, a lot of money is being spent on this this vehicle which is plunging people not helping it's 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 just exasperating the problem um Interesting.
0: Let's see. Um, so yeah, let's let's jump back onto the, the running world of things oh, and stuff like that, you know. Who I wants mean, to talk about running? We are, we are running. A, a running podcast <laughs> <laughs> after all. By the way,
1: really interesting. Um, we had an episode that I, I gained, you know, some figures from yourself. We had 183 people on one episode listening in India. And I, I must say, that's really um, quite interesting that we've got... So many listeners in India, you know, and and um, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah,
0: before John Joe probably insults you. That's uh, just no, thank you there. no, 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 no. <laughs> the uh,
1: the Indian sages they believe in what they call Ananda, Ananda, isn't that right? Um, there we are, we've got 200 listeners in India now, oh we've uh, just lost <laughs> them <world, don't>
0: all, <laughs> but um, yeah, but let's, let's as I say, get back to running John Joe, this yeah, so a podcast after sorry. all. Uh, we've had coffee, we've had COVID, and, and we've thanked our our, uh, our listeners out out in Asia. Um, but um, yeah, getting back to <laughs> to running. Um, obviously, races are coming back. There's going to be some races in the next two weeks. Uh, we've got Aintree is is on um, on the 13th of December at uh, Aintree Racecourse. Um, there's Alton Park that they're, they're doing all the way up to a marathon. They're having a huge festival, different races and stuff out there. Um, there's more races coming in the new year. And one of the big things as well is there's an Olympic trials race for the marathon uh, for March has been announced. Um, now, it's, it's, it's caused a bit, of, a bit of fuss, this one. Um, there was a consultation with some of the marathon runners, so the likes of, of Johnny Meller, um, um and, and Callum Hawkins and things like that and um, New Balance coach, um, Andy... Uh, oh, his last name's skipped my head into mind now, but um, they've consulted a load of different people about the course, um, and it's ended up in, in Kew Gardens. It's a course that's been picked and there wasn't there was a there was a lot of bit of um a lot of the runners and the coaches weren't too happy with that because it's it's got quite a lot of twists and turns in this course and they th- thought that it's not going to be advantageous for those that are wanting to go for a, an olympic qualifying time and um, to race on that sort of course and whether it's been put on that course because they want to take the people that have already got the time and um, so the likes of john johnny and um, ben connor uh, qualify uh, got the the standard back in, in London. Um, and then obviously Cam Hawkins is, is pre-selected as well. Um, but are, those, there, are, there guys, many, are there
1: many other athletes who could, who could break those? There's,
0: yeah, there's, there's potentially athletes there. Um, uh, but the, the fact is that they, they, have set a, um, they're only inviting 30 athletes and it's invitation only to, to the race as well. Um, and the standards you've got to have run are, um, two hours and 19 minutes for a marathon. Uh, so very similar to the American US trials in, in that regard, um, and then um, uh, for a half marathon you've got to run sixty four thirty. Uh, but the, the fact that thirty athletes are only being invited, I mean, in a marathon training cycle, you're going to lose a proportion of them due down to to injuries and things like that as they as they build up. Because that is one of the the the, uh, the difficulties of the marathon is is getting fit enough. Uh, in time for the race and things like that and not hitting getting an injury and stuff because of the sheer amount of, of workload and, and training that you you have to do to be in the, the best shape to do that
1: so I, w- I wonder what johnny's feelings are on this
0: i do as well yeah i i, I wonder um i was because for me i mean i look at in johnny's case i look at it and think well he already has the qualifying standard twice he's run it now uh, within the qualifying window um I, I, I think the the selectors in the end would be absolutely mad not to to select him. Um, I mean they, they did that back in uh, well, it was the England selectors for the Commonwealth Games when it was over on the Gold Coast. Um, they didn't select Johnny, and there was there was a, a, a petition uh, put online um, and shared around to 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 say why isn't Johnny selected because they weren't sending anyone at all from England to the marathon. Was that um, any,
1: anything to do with the North? south divide that people talk about
0: possibly possibly um Mm. but yeah they they weren't sending him at all and he'd run the standard they weren't sending anybody else so it wasn't like you know they had someone better to send or anything like that um they they just weren't sending him and then the the petition went ahead and um you know that they then offered johnny a position but you were talking three or four months after um you know they should have really given him a a place Uh, and at that point johnny had decided to race somewhere else and do something else and his plan, his, his plan was something, you know, something else altogether. Um, so he turned it down and said, "No, I, I don't want to race there anymore," sort of thing. Um, which, you know, is understandable. He'd, you know, they, they should have given him the, the, the position straight away, really, rather than uh, leaving him waiting. And again, he, he's stuck in a position now where he should really be selected for it. You know, he's the, the only other person that could out, could beat him really in there is, is Mo Farah. But Mo's, uh, well, he's currently in a Welsh castle, isn't he? But uh, is he really? He is. He is. I'm sure we'll talk about that. In in a second. Ah, um, uh, um,
1: this is something to do with the the jungle.
0: The yeah, the jungle. Yeah, uh, the Irish uh, celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, so for me, Johnny should be selected, um, and I think the the only other person then after that as well is, is Ben Connor, um, who, who ran the qualifying time back in London on his debut in the marathon. Um, but obviously, there the could be a couple others in there that could um, run against Ben and, and maybe push on and, and run a faster time. Or so or Ben could he go faster again on his on his next one. Um, so, you know, I think that trials for that third spot is, is, is sort of key in that way, in a way. But um, but I think a, a limited field of 30 people is, is, is limiting it quite a bit, especially when the new, um, you know, uh, lockdown rules and stuff that are coming out, or, or post-lockdown rules that are coming out, say, up to 2,000 people can um, get together at a, a mass outdoor event and things like that. So football mm. stadiums can be packed again with fans and, um, really? you know, things. Yeah, yeah. in yeah, um, these new rules, so you know races can, can get back on and stuff like that and why not for for the trials have a little bit of a bigger field it, you know it's not going to go much bigger because um, you know you're still going to need a relative standard to it but you could surely increase it from 30 to you know maybe 100 or so in the field
1: you're sounding more and more like one of those politicians Matthew I, <laughs> I, I'm not sure I can believe you <laughs> all the promises they make you know um, but um I hope you're correct on on these uh, these um, big ideas that you've got. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know what big ideas you're on about, John. Jones. Well, <laughs> you know,
1: these races, um, two thousand runners. You know, well, that's that's what um, they do. They, and mean, yet the last last week they cancelled the they cancelled this cross country Manchester league, didn't they? Yeah, Manchester. Uh, they cancelled the person in charge of that. By the way, was quite interested. I thought, oh my god, um, this lady. Um, She has a lot to do with COVID. I thought, well, God, if you wanted the thing to go ahead, that's the last person you'd have in charge. (laughs) Her job, I think, is to shut everything down. And (laughs) um, (laughs) I had to laugh when uh, the person said, oh, we've got the best person to make this decision. She's in charge of shutting everything down. And, and, you know, the decision she's come to, we're going to cancel the league. Oh well, that's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they shut it down as um, as uh, they shut the the uh, the L and D uh, fixtures uh, down. The Liverpool and District, uh, that was all cancelled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it
0: should have been Sefton Park today.
1: Today was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yet, you know, if they could have held on um, with what you're telling me. Um, if I believe you or if I believe Boris, I mean, he's like the village idiot. Who on no, earth? of course he is <laughs> How on earth can anyone take him seriously? But, um, yeah. Because
0: he surrounds himself with either more village idiots oh, Matt Hancock God, and uh, dearie me. Mister, the rest
1: of them, doesn't he? So. Mr. Cockerhand, what do you call him? <laughs> he? He, he is full of cock and bull. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you a terrible thing. That Jeremy Corbyn, it's unbelievable really because... What a gentleman! What a lovely guy, and um, he's certainly not an anti-Semite. He's a lovely gentleman, and um, what they did to him is is it's brainwashing on a mass scale. Because when you speak to ordinary people, they say they think he's this bad guy. You know, it's un it's absolutely turned me away from that um, uh, politics. Oh God, keep well clear because it's it just doesn't yeah. Well, so so from from one side back, of politics to back the to uh, back to, to,
0: the, to the politics of a of a Welsh castle. Um, oh, so for the last the last two weeks. I know I know you don't watch TV, John Joe. I, God I, I, no, who uh, watches television? I mean, come <laughs> on, really? Well, to be fair, I've I've never watched I'm a celebrity in my life. To be fair, but yeah. this time round with was Mo Farah in it. Uh, Jade, Jade wanted to watch it, and I thought, oh, yeah. you know what, you know, it might be interesting to see yeah. to see Mo after we eat some Maybe bugs. Maybe it could and change your like mind because you don't really like. Oh, I know I'm not a massive Mo Farah, but I'm you like him true. now.
1: No, not, not he, massive,
0: but, but he has been quite funny at times. But
1: he's you know, eaten good, all these bugs, and he's changed your well, mind.
0: He hasn't, he, hasn't <laughs> done, he hasn't done that much. You know, to be fair. <laughs> what's funny though is um, we watch it, and Jade just what well, Jade watches Mo, and right, she yeah. goes, she goes, he's just like you. Oh really? Yeah. Just like you. Why is he like you? Go on. Well. He's in this situation with all these other people that are, you-, you know, other sort of celebrities, whatever like that, yeah. and. He, he looks, he's all shy, he's a bit like, you're not he's shy, a bit lost. no but, yeah. you put me in a, in a in a situation with people who, you know, they, oh, okay. they're dancing, and they're, you know, they're, they're uh, playing, yeah. messing around, stuff like that, and I'm a bit like, lost in the corner sort of thing, I think and that's what, I think me, you, that's what Mo's, Mo's like in it. But, I, think,
1: I think you're grow, growing in confidence, I'd say, well, uh, you well, know, you're still a young man, you, you actually, actually yeah. talk
0: to me about running, and of course I've got, you know, I can chat forever, and, and in this thing, Mo's exactly the same, the second they ask Mo about running, or anything that, like, he's off, and he's, you know, lots yeah. of confidence, everything, but the second they start to do, you know, they're on about anything else or they're right, chatting yeah, about, you yeah. know, they, they did one, of, they were chatting about the first kisses and things, that and everything, rubbish right, on yeah. them. Mo's all a little like, a little, he looks a little out of it, out of place and he doesn't know what to do with but, himself. And, mean, and it's quite it's quite yeah. interesting to see because, but mm. that's, it's not just me. I know most distance runners are, are, are quite similar to that. They, you know, they're, they're a little bit of a, we're, we're an obscure uh breed really, you know, really, and, um, really 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 yeah i think we are yeah. okay and okay, um, okay. you know like the movements as well are quite awkward sort of you know with the dancing and he's quite like a little awkward sort of shuffles that he's doing and stuff like that there's not um it was quite it's quite funny to watch because you i think i'd be exactly the same if no I i've seen, seen I'd i've seen i've seen you like i've seen well. you ballroom dancing i i <laughs> uh, i
1: don't can't agree with that I bet there's some very beautiful sort of, uh, on the surface at least, women in the castle. They generally generally throw a a beauty queen in there somewhere, don't they? No, it's it's a very
0: different, from what I gather, it's a very different uh, series than any of the other previous seasons
1: right, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. in there
0: is quite intellectual and really? quite yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple like you know there's a couple soap stars and stuff like that but i think normally they have loads of these only way is essex people yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and you yeah, know, yeah. rubbish like that that aren't really celebrities as far as i would say but in right, this okay. everyone in there is there's um political journalists there's you right, know yeah. soap stars and stuff like that there's um but you know well known and recognized soap stars not just
1: who god give me an um, example
0: uh, there's the one who plays uh, Liz Beverly something who plays Liz on Coronation Street who's been in it for 30 odd years Liz Beverly Be- Beverly's she... a real name Liz is, a, is the character's name mm. Um and then there's the guy who played Alfie Moon in EastEnders or something um, so you know was, was, she to... was, she... Ritchie, was
1: she married to Shane Richie? that was she married to the Irishman J- uh, Jim MacDonald I don't know I in, don't in know. Coronation no, no, no. yeah yeah she was yeah ah yeah. I know yeah, the woman yeah. I know the lady you mean yeah so you know the, yeah. the
0: substantial and then there's um yeah, obviously, there's Mo Farah, uh, there was um, uh, Holly, who was a Paralympic javelin thrower. Holly? Uh, uh, Holly,
1: yeah. Holly, what? Willoughby? No, no, no.
0: <laughs> Paralympic javelin thrower. Sorry, yeah, uh, Holly, um, <laughs> what's her name? Holly Watt. I can't remember her last name. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there, there's there's substantial. So you're, waste, you're wasting, you know, wasting your, your life on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watching
1: other people, you know, Sit waste out, their uh, lives, really. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, well done, Matthew. Well done. <laughs> you're not playing the guitar then, No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I, I, yeah, I, it's, it's it's interesting watching Mo to be fair and his, the way he interacts. And, and have thing. you
1: uh, lessened your um, abusive rhetoric towards him now <laughs> since you've been watching? Well,
0: well Jade loves him. She thinks he's, she oh, thinks he's okay. great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, she's... she loves you, and if you're very like each other, <laughs> then
1: that's a good sign. <laughs> she might take him up the aisle instead. <laughs> 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 Is Mr. Fowler married? Yes. Ah, well. Yeah. Sorry, Jade, you'll have to stick with Matthew. <laughs> <Something Yeah. laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast, John. Sorry, no, <laughs> so anyway, um, let's stick to running, Matthew. Enough yep. about those silly castles. Come on. <laughs> in, in, if you want to talk about television, I, I, I can talk about um, a couple of French classic films that I've watched this week, and I can also relate them to running, which... I need to do, otherwise I wouldn't be able to talk about <laughs> these wonderful French films. And the first one is uh, Le Gloire de Mon Peu. Let me just check this. Yeah, I wrote this down, you see. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's the glory of my father, by the way. Yeah. Um, 1990, 30 years old. And the beautiful thing about the French cinema, they they definitely film differently than, than the British, uh, generally speaking. There's something very... Different about a French film. I'm, I'm reading the subtitles, and then the sequel is *Le Château de Ma Mère*, my mother's castle. And these two films really—you um, you see the, the the wonderful nature of, of of the family, the interactions, and the beautiful scenery. That the hills, they they're, they're townies. They go to the hills for the, the holidays. They love it there, and they want to get back more and more often. And you see this. Wonderful, wonderful thing. And then right, right at the end of the second film, by the way. So nobody gets killed. That is completely unnecessary. You watch horror films, you'll pay the price. Your psychology will be, it's not good. It's not good. And there's many reasons, but I won't go into that. But right at the death of the second film, I'm going to bring it to running now. Right at the death, death of the second film, 5 minutes ago there's a revelation it's about uh, Marcel Pagnol's uh, stories that he wrote and he died in 74 you know a long time ago based on on his books and um, the mother dies the mother dies but you don't you know it's just she walk the pick they view it from the from the from the ceremony and the father he, he he's aged and and before this beautiful sort of house they have everything going for them and all of a sudden there's death frailty um And the person gets older and he he looks back at Augustine, um, his beautiful mother. And what I'm trying to say now, this is where I link it in, I say, you've got all these glories in your life, these beautiful moments, um, and and you live with them, but you've got to also recognise, realise that that everything is short-lived and you're also going to have the sickness, the frailty. And if you treat both sort of in a, in a similar way. And this is with the running as well, you see, this is where I relate the story because you've got the successes on the one side and, and, and then you've got the failures on the other and the two um, are poles apart opposites but at the same time, the same coin in a sense and what you can't have one without the other, you, you know, it's a it's necessary to, to... And um, anyway, that's that's the only way in which I can relate that uh, to running. And then there's two more films which I've seen before. Classic, classic French films. Beautiful stories. Uh, Manon de Source, uh, Manon the Spring, and Jean de Florette. And uh, you'll you see a very young Gerard Depardieu in one of those films. These are all French films with beautiful storyline, a beautiful connection between the characters, and you, you, you feel something deep, and the visual photography, of the filming um for me it's it's the pinnacle of 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 cinema cinema um
0: you're keeping up with how random our topics are today (laughs) (laughs) because i'm only just about
1: (laughs) (laughs) what i'm trying to say is quality so when in the running scene of course the quality it's not just about going out there running you you've got to have quality sessions it's got to be, you've got to have that quality and then you've got to have those easy runs and it's it's mixing the ingredients like you'd put put a cake together. And this cross-country season, as Coach Clark would say, is the sponge in the cake. And sadly, the sponge this year has been lost to uh, COVID. There you it's go.
0: A bit of a flat cake. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. well, speaking of quality, John Joe, I, I know your, your quality running has been disrupted as of, of late with your, your new job and, a, and an injury you've uh you've picked up yeah it?
1: not one for injuries and to some extent i've never been injured i say this but it's 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 perhaps a uh, i've never been seriously injured i think that's that's a truth i've had niggles uh, i had the calf not the calf last year it was the piriformis and yeah. you, you advised me to roll rota- roll the tennis ball under the foot and and i i found know run- your plantar you mean Plantar fasciitis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one. Piriformis is what what did I? What did I? Oh yeah, yeah. Piriformis. Last time that. Yeah, I'm am coming to the piriformis. So, um, I found overcoming that particular niggle. I don't know that you call it an injury because I continued with it. You know, although it was an injury. You know, it, it, but I can. Conti- when I, I hear of injuries on the circuit, it, it causes people to stop. You know, and then I found, by the way, out of interest, Shirley Park running on the grass and that um, spongy support underneath the foot kind of helped relieve what, what I was suffering. And it, it, it led to the, to a cure. Now, the next thing that I've discovered most recently, um, I did a serious session um, at uh, um, Newsham Park, I think it was, in Liverpool. And um, I um, neglected the stretching. You've got to take responsibility for your own stretching. And... Um, I got dashed off home and um, I was going to stretch and I didn't and I'm sure that led to um, it led to um, this issue which a lot of people talk about the piriformis but the, the actual arse cheek itself is made up of seven components I think and one of them is the piriformis now how would I know which, which component it is the only th- suggestion is that a lot of runners seem to pick up on this piriformis Oh, they've got this older runners generally i've not heard the maybe i don't know is that right older runners i think of no um,
0: i've actually heard with piriformis you, yeah, yeah. before yeah, yeah, yeah. to go to my yeah. physio uh, quite a bit for uh,
1: Run, a year or yeah, two ago yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting interesting um and um it's so it's in such a place an area like that you you can hardly locate it, even with stretching, touching the toes. As I go for the toes, I can feel feel that that biting in this point. You know, somewhere, I, you know, somewhere. It's hard to even locate myself, and uh, it's eased off. And because I'm now a bin man, and I did like forty nine hours this this week, and um, overtime and whatnot. You know, you've got to show willing when you, when you're new on on any kind of job, and um, the um, the, I've backed off the running, but I, in my own mind, am I backing off making excuses? Is it to do with there's no races on, or is it the decision I'm making, which I, I've got to trust myself and say, well, yes, um, you've got to back off. You've got to get used to the job. 49 hours of chasing a bin wagon, I'd say 10 hours of that is probably sat around, actually. So almost 40 hours of methodically chasing after a bin, bin wagon, 40 hours of walking, you know, and lifting up boxes of glass and whatnot on every house, um, or almost every house, a lot of houses. Um, surely it, it's not th- it's something I've never done before. I've done it for four weeks now. So it, it leads to fatigue, fatigue, and you can't carry on running at that same level. I tried, Last week I did three, three sessions with yourself. In the, and I didn't have any, my feet were kind of sore, you know, yeah, from, from all this walking. It's hard to judge, really. It's very hard. Um, the only thing I, I'd have, drop off, off the overtime and then go for the, the session, give a bit of space between the work and the running, you know. But where is this? It's very, very difficult. I was speaking to a gentleman today, actually, on the phone, Mr. John Dobie. Um, he, Black Belt, he was a run, great runner as well, and uh, old school I like the way he talks. Scouser, very passionate. And John was telling me that he would work lifting doors, uh, heavy work, you know, uh, on roofs and stuff. And at lunchtime, he'd go for a three mile run. And if he couldn't, he'd he'd do pull ups and he'd do squats. This guy was, I sound like um, Rocky Balboa, you know, the way, you know. But I, I I love listening to John tell me these stories, you know. And um, a lot of truth in them as well. He fell from a great height, right. 40 feet, I think. And he broke certain ribs and all sorts. Only his fitness saved him from that yeah. fall. That fall could have killed him, really. Should have killed it. anybody. Well, most people. But uh, his fitness, kept, and he, he was running in between. He said, you will get used to this um, this work that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. At the moment, I'm thinking, I think I'm. I am getting used to it. Actually, I'm st- even four weeks in. I'm starting to get used. Yeah, but but well, I'm, I'm concerned. They
0: always say it takes six weeks for oh, adaptation, don't you? In, I didn't in, know that. in running, well, in running terms, you, you you usually your running cycle will work on a six week sort of cycle. You build, you know, your mileage up. Then you'll increase, you know, mileage again, or you'll increase speed or something, and you'll that cycle will work on. So I'm I'm sure in, in in this regard, it's probably you know it's going to take your body six weeks to to adapt to this extra workload that you you're putting on yourself and things yeah you know i I didn't know the six week
1: Uh, that's interesting six i didn't realize that six well if you
0: if you probably look at you know the way tony's uh training and stuff like that is it it probably works on you know it's usually six week 12 week sort of cycle something like that you know the double to double it up sort of thing to the 12 weeks you know to get the full cycle through um but that's six weeks of adaptation
1: I noticed uh, some of the sessions he's been sending me recently have included hill, yeah. hill uh, reps. You know,
0: well, you would um, normally be doing a lot of cross country stuff, like you yeah. say, and that would that would involve he's o- the hill. He's obviously things, decided,
1: he? So. He, as a coach, he's decided to stick with the the, the script. Yeah, just continue. I think, yeah, I think
0: you'd need to. That normality um, to that is, is probably not key not well, not really. knowing
1: when things will start up no. again. Although you're 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 saying that they will. Well, it sounds um, like they're going to. I mean, they'll probably shut down. You said this before that, you said this before. Yeah.
0: Well, they did, and then they, they shut down again. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So up and down, it's up and down.
1: So I look on the positives, and I, I say to myself, "Well, we're in." You know, you look on the positives, and you say, "Well." well, we're in lockdown. Thank God we're in lockdown. You know, for me, I get used to this job. Yeah, I've got yeah. no races that I'm signed up to that I can't run in because I'm so bloody fatigued. You know, on the positive, you always look up for the positive. At least I try yeah, to. Yeah. Um, I realise though, on, on, on the job, I think I've mentioned this already, that the negativity is, is um, amazing to see individuals so negative, but not just in this. Every job, I, I've worked in various jobs um, of late and it's very interesting watching... Um, because I do like, I like I'm interested in people, and this negativity, this mindset, it, it's amazing. It amazes me really. Um, on on the bins, for example, you're going down a particular street. You know, you chase after this wagon. And by the way, I've got a question for you relating to running. Mm. Could this could this boost something in my? You sure, if you think about it. Let's say you're you're walking or, yeah. or pushing. 50 miles of walking with steel toe cap boots like yeah. like uh, uh Emilio Zatopek uh, yeah. he was w- w- did a lot of boot walk uh, running i think yeah, yeah yeah um so i'm walking or chasing not walking i'm i'm, I'm sort of power walking really yeah. you know depends who you're working with yeah um and lifting know, well, reasonable heavy sort of stuff some of it stuff but not just that it's very heavy that it's consistently you're having to lift these these sort of Weight yeah, 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 lift yeah. You can you know. Yeah. Um, how will that affect could it could it have a positive impact? or is it all going to be negative
0: um, no I think I think there's there's definitely some positives to it I think there's, there's, there's a again it's always about finding that balance in where it's it's not taking you've got to be I think the only place it's going to be positive is where it's not taking too much out of you yeah. which one you've got to get conditioned to it and then two you've probably got to like I know you're doing a lot of like overtime stuff on it mm. there's probably that reduction of, of that bit of it sort yeah. of thing it'll probably be where you'll find that balance between the the work and the running yeah. um, but you know, being up and moving around a lot more and stuff well cool. one it'll let you stretch off it'll cool. let you keep moving recovery and stuff like well, well, an active recovery isn't yeah. it, it well, well, that's what I thought better on
1: well, that I thought you see I, tra- tra- traditionally oh, I don't know with, with our groups that I've been in as well yeah. as your own team on a Tuesday you do your speed session um, Saturday you do a speed session Thursday would be a link in between perhaps not as, as you know but the point is on the Wednesday for me if I'm speed walking uh, uh, after a bin wagon, is that not not a recovery run in its sense? Does that it's, count as a recovery run? I don't or?
0: think it counts as a recovery run because yeah. uh, you know you're not you're not pushing the body into that zone that it would be when you were you were running, but you're still it's, it works as an active recovery. Mm. Um, and you know if that's in the morning and you plan to do your your, your recovery run in the evening, yeah. you'll probably feel um, you know fresher maybe in the evening um, than you would have done. Um, normally when you've yeah. you go out in the morning or something like that yeah. straight after having done the, the hard session on the Tuesday night um, because you've, you've stretched out the legs a little bit in the morning doing doing the work mm. um, but obviously, it, like I say, it depends on if you're working, what, 6 till, till 5 or something uh, like that? Start at 7, seven in the till morning five.
1: should be 7 till 3 really yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but then, yeah, 7 yeah, you're doing till doing the 5 old so, yeah, say, I think 7 till yeah. 3 you'll
0: probably feel a benefit but 7 yeah. till 5, that extra 2 hours might just be that bit that that Starts to, to take that, that bit of energy from you, from, yeah. from for your run in the evening. I think you that's know, just, what I've been feeling. Yeah, that.
1: I think I've been feeling that, that yeah. over time as much as I, I feel I need to do it to, to, to sort of prove yourself. Like it's like being selected in a team, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you don't yeah. want to be on the bench, yeah, 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 70% of the workforce are agency, that's the way it is, yeah. you know. but um,
0: yeah. i mean but, the other bit is like you say that the, the lot of lifting stuff and things that i mean that's just going to benefit your your core strength and things I that. So, which, yeah. which I you always, might have to sacrifice the the normal you know your, your yoga and your, your circuits that you would normally do to fit in both the work and, and the running and and the other bits of life outside of that yeah um, my, so something usually ends up getting cut and that might be your conditioning work but yeah. the work you're doing will put some of that conditioning work in there by lifting and I think the, 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 yog- stuff, the yog- so. you could
1: never uh, take the yoga out I'll tell you why because I've noticed when I'm when I'm chasing after this bin wagon the so- shoulders Yeah, I'm getting really stiff around the so- shoulders right. and um, I'm taking now opportunities I, I met a guy uh, George uh, shout out to George there if you're listening um, he's joining the Navy um, I was working with him this week he's leaving the job you know to join the Navy and um, he's really into his fitness and circuits and whatnot, and as an 18-year-old, very mature, um, I enjoyed working with him. And he said, um, "He, um, I noticed he would stop. You know, when we had to wait, you know, for yeah. the for the for the recycling to process. Sometimes it's got to process the plastic, you know, and then and then sort of squash it back, you yeah. know, within the machine. So you wait in just a few moments. And he would use the maybe the tire of the vehicle to stretch, or he'd do some stretches." And I thought, I knew that's what I should have been doing, but you don't see any of the other guys. I've done a little bits, but seeing George, so... Um, openly do these stretches right in front of me. I thought, well, that's that's where I need to go. So I've started doing more of that. You know, and, yeah, yeah. And well, that's um, it. You'll,
0: you'll you'll find. You know, you might have to cut your your whole yoga session that you might do normally, but you put those stretches and those yeah. exercises into you know fit them into the routine of your day when you can sort of thing. You know? I wouldn't say
1: yoga. I'd say the circuit with Keno yeah. um, would have to be much less. Although I've trained with him for years, I could never not stop training with yeah, my yeah. good mate. You know. Even if we did something, you know, but I don't know. It's going to be difficult. It's difficult, isn't it? This is why, as a professional athlete, which I'm not, um, you have the luxury of, of running and and, and uh, recovering, and then running again in the, in the, in, the um, in the evenings and whatnot. And it makes such a difference. And when when you I'm now fully aware that in these other countries where they don't have the the kind of funds to support their athletes, those athletes are never going to compete with. Uh, very. Oh, I don't know. Maybe sometimes they do um, with p- full time professional athletes. Yeah, you'll have the odd um, ones that do the compete but you can know, do the it. you I mean, can is, actually beat, take yeah. them on. You know.
0: Um, but yeah, when you've got athletes, um, you know, that live and breathe running all, all day long and and everything like that. You know, like these athletes out in the like, camps in in Kenya and Ethiopia and stuff like. like that. Yeah. Um, you know you, you're not going to be able to like uh, your
1: mate Mo who's pampered in the castle that, you know well, he, well that's I do wonder how he's <laughs> gonna, what
0: he's going to do when he comes back I do wonder if he's uh, he's nipping out and doing some runs that we don't get to see and stuff like that well because uh, oh, uh, I I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought he, he could have this time out completely oh because he's you know got I mean? he's got to be ready for what There's nothing well out, the Olympics next summer he's meant to be going mm. for and stuff like that well, well, a, well.
1: Big, a big shout out to Dave David Devine we must get him on the show Paralympian he's he's um, He's struggling at the moment with injuries and um, really struggling for quite some time. Um, uh, He's going out for jogs and he's finding pain in his knees. But on the positive, again, you see, this year, if it had happened, he'd um, he'd really struck. He wouldn't have. I don't know what would have happened. Uh, I think. The, the, he picked up the injury before, you know. Yeah, well, he's um, got
0: he's got till September's the Paralympics is, is September. It's later than the than oh, the a, Olympics, almo- so there's a bit more time. It's almost to, a year, almost a year yeah, off, yeah, isn't so it? Yeah. He's got a lot of time still, and the selections in July. And you mentioned Mo
1: Farah. I mean, that's that's months and months away. Surely that he wouldn't oh, worry about. Oh yeah, he won't um, be worried about his fitness. But d- I'm didn't you must, mention? Uh,
0: I think he'd be going mad though if he wasn't running at the moment. You know what I mean? Really, yeah. like, well, I'm just thinking. You run all your life, and you run every you, day of your life. But you, you can...
1: mentioned a famous athlete who had three months off. What was his name? Oh yeah, well David Radisha Always, oh, guy, always yeah. says he has yeah. three months rest. Oh, you after don't believe him? Season.
0: No, I don't. Believe... There's no way he's taking three months off completely. Oh, well, I don't. Know. I think I he's mean, getting, getting mean, out and doing say... a bit of running Why would running. he say that? If it's well, you know, why do people I, lie? I think <laughs> he's doing. Uh, funnily enough, me, me and Jade had a conversation about this the other day, and because um, she was asking about you know time off and you know do athletes take you know big big time. You know, months and stuff. She's off She's not and things. looking for and another like, break, is she? No. <laughs> and um, I said, well, I said, well, you know, the likes of David Rees, he says he has three months off, and I've heard other athletes say they take time off and stuff like that. But I don't. I think they must get out and run. And then Jade was saying how, because um, I said, I, you know, she she's had a bit of a break and stuff, but she's been out running, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks. Uh, but she's only doing, you know, five k, five mile or so distances at the moment, just ticking over. Um and I said Well you're you know, you're still running and she well no, I'm I'm having am I'm I'm having time off really. I'm not training enough, you know, I'm not training enough to be saying I'm training. And I said, Well well there you go then and that's what David Radisha and the rest do. I, as far as I'm concerned, they they're doing they're still training and running, but they're not doing enough that they count it as actually training. Do you know what I mean? They're saying, Oh yeah, I'm off, I'm not I'm not well, training. I'm not running. Whereas we, it is Can we get know? him
1: on the podcast and <laughs> ask him, you know, directly what's what's going on? Possibly. <laughs> Does he speak good English?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. David. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, well, you know, the, the likes of Johnny Mellor will take time off, and I think you know Johnny's probably a good one we could get. Maybe oh yes, ask on and, absolutely. Um, we, we must get him uh, on the ask show. Him, ask him that question, sort of thing. Is he really having time off, or is he? Uh, you know, is he still? Yeah, job, I'd, those, I'd, those love little, to, I'd love little to. little easy runs that he just doesn't count as being as real, real running. You know what I mean? He's. he's they're that sort of small short runs or yeah. or pace that he's running at, that he, he doesn't count that as running, um, and he's, he's he's calling that time off.
1: Mm, I'd love to pepper his head with questions. Please get him on the show. Yeah. I'll
0: a him on. I, have to ask, ask, ask him I will up. ask
1: him. If you don't ask him, I'll ask yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, moving on. Moving on, we've got so many more things to discuss. <laughs> uh, what's your diet like at the moment? Are you still not... Eating any bread?
0: No, it's rubbish. Rubbish. Oh, Out the window.
1: Yeah. Out the window. Oh, you don't eat any bread at all. Not, not, not. Oh, I eat bread. Yeah. Oh, I'm you? i my diet's rubbish. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: Along, along with, along with feeling rubbish for for lockdown, I went back to just eating uh, all, all the. Uh, you gave up uh, on
1: Charlie's uh, prescription.
0: Well, yeah, I, I did in the end. Jade, Jade wasn't finding <laughs> it beneficial for her. I, to be fair, I thought it was. Brilliant for me. Uh, I was losing a, a kilogram a week on it, um, so my weight was coming right down, um, and I felt great running. Um, right. yeah, but Jade was Jade, yeah. was, Jade yeah. was wasn't enjoying it. She, she What's Jade got to do with, got to do with what you? Well, we, we well we cook you know cook the meals together and do the meals and stuff like that. So it was just she wasn't enjoying it, and um, she decided to come off it, and and you know I thought well go on then I'll, I'll come off it as well. I'll and, eat pizza as well. Yeah. So um and, and, and yeah <laughs> uh, so now yeah and. You know, my running's ticking over, um, but uh, I'm doing, what, 50 mile a week or so at the moment, which is a lot less for me. I mean, it's it's better, still than,
1: a- better than what you were doing like three or four weeks ago. You weren't doing nothing, were you?
0: Yeah, the first week of lockdown I did nothing. I did 20 the week after that, um, and then. I've done fifty the last oh, yeah. couple of weeks since, yeah, but yeah, but that's yeah. a lot less than my hundred mile week that I was doing prior to that. So you yeah, know, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a big
1: drop. But do, do you lose a lot in a month? Uh, no, I, I well, it's, I do talking Maybe. two
0: weeks really, I've lost. It. I, you know, I didn't do anything for one week, and then I did twenty the week after, and fifty is tick over. Really, it's not tick over. You know, well, yeah, that's what I call it. It's it's tick, you, don't you know, lose. it's not. Yeah. I'm not. I don't think I'm getting any gains. From doing fifty because I'm used yeah. to doing eighty to hundred. Yeah. But I'm probably not losing anything from doing right, fifty okay. because I'm I'm still getting out reasonable amounts. I'm still getting miles in the bag. What about it's, the quality you know, of the are you doing some quality no, sessions the, uh, only the stuff I've I've done with you, that that, that hills and stuff like that. There's yeah. a bit of quality there and things. But yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not doing a lot at the moment. Um I'm I'm literally picking a race. Um I've put myself down on the waiting list for the the Olympic marathon trials. Oh, right, I, yeah, I, don't meet, be... I don't meet the standard. Right, okay, um, okay. But I'm hoping that, that they, they, you know, they might the... make the field. Well, they change the rules or something. Well, mean? I'm hoping either they open it up a little bit more to oh, get yeah. a bigger field, or um, you know, the those people they invite turn it down, don't want to do it because they've heard the course isn't as quick, or because mm. you know whatever. Um, I'll find out by by um, sort of I think it's around the 11th of December. I should hear back. Um, But at the same time, I'm probably just going to enter another marathon race anyway, um, just to put something on my on my cards and on the, yeah, front, yeah. On the plan and give you've me some never, motivation. Never did, you've never done
1: a, ma- a marathon? No, no, and I've no.
0: been training for a good good year and a half now for one. And they keep getting cancelled <laughs> on me. Uh, so hopefully this next one will will go ahead. Um, I was half tempted, to be fair, to go to Ollerton Park on the 6th of December because mm. they're doing one, but because I've had this bit of lull in training, I i don't want to go out and do
1: something. Isn't that the wrong attitude? to? Um, and I've been there myself. I'm probably still there. Were you you think to yourself, I'm not fit enough to win. Really, is that what you say? Well, it's not that. I, although, I, no, I, I although, think although I, you could turn up on the day and, and win I, and I do think... really well, you you deny yourself the opportunity because um, you you're not quite in the form of your life.
0: I think I think it, I think in that race, I probably would win at, at Alton. I don't think yeah. um, there'd be anyone there who, 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 looking at previous times and stuff like that, would really push it unless unless a lot of people turn up for it. But yeah. um, it's it's more the fact that I, I just know I'm not in in a good shape sort of thing, and I think trying to run twenty six point two miles and push myself hard um, in the shape that I'm currently in will would probably push me into the injury territory rather than um, mm. of any real benefit to me. Um, just because of this bit of time at this this month where I've had a bit of a, a low mileage and, and out of the training and stuff. Like I know, just uh, um, Tony
1: O'Brien, uh, he he, he uh, pulled up in a in a, a good while ago. He he had the sense, and he's in his forties. No, um, oh, he's coming up to fifty, isn't he? Um, he had the we we're going to get him on the show at some point. He had the good sense to. He felt something coming on him, and he immediately pulled out. And he was on for a really good time, you yeah. know, as a, as almost a fifty-year-old, you know. Yeah. Um, and um, could you not um, be sensible um, if you felt something coming on you and, and pull out?
0: It could be, but I, I think you know, I think. The marathon is is a big one to commit to, and I think uh, you know maybe one of the shorter distances I could go and race maybe if if I wanted to do that. Um, but I think to go and push myself and, and commit to the to the marathon um, after having a month easy running is it, probably you know not a, not a sensible thing to do really when when I could instead put something in later in the calendar um, and and just get training back for that and, and train for that. And there's there's a couple of marathons there now, um, Wrexham uh, Elite. Uh, marathon in in april and um, which when london marathon would normally be it, it's been put on there and uh, the return of the bolton marathon as well um it's 30 years since the last bolton marathon wonderful but it's, it's been wonderful. put back on wonderful um so that that's going ahead in at the start of may i think
1: do you give yourself a chance in that one do you think or um, some big names in there now it,
0: it does depend it depends who who turns up really mm. um and, and what happens but yeah there's there's, there's potential for some for, for a race there maybe let me ask you, or... you
1: Matthew what are your thoughts on multivitamins because I've just run, run out of uh, a three month supply there and to be honest there were many days when I just forgot all about forgot to take them I perhaps need some kind of um, a better method for, for just you know um, for, for not forgetting but what are your thoughts on, on multivitamins is there something perhaps a runner would be encouraged to take as part of a balanced diet
0: yeah, I mean, I, I always think that they're, they're, they're useful, to be fair. Um, I mean, like I've had... Why? I usually take, Why? Well, just because, you, you know, you, you tend to be as a, as a runner um, and training at the sort of levels we do. You know, we're in a bit of a rush, um, pushing ourselves, don't always eat, um, you know, the, the full sort of range of, of foods we should and things like that. And so you, you're missing out on some of those uh, nutrients. Plus, you, you're pushing your body to, to its limits at times. Um, and risk, you know, both injuries and illnesses because you, you you know you can, as you train higher, higher mileage, higher speeds, um, you know the immune system can be lowered, um, and so you know putting you know getting some extra vitamin uh, C, um, the likes of zinc and stuff like that in there, um, can help help you know boost that immune system a little bit that is starting to to Do be lowered because of, of the the training load. Um,
1: you, there's no doubt in your mind that a multivitamin, that these little very small things, you know that they, they give the body something, you know? There's no doubts in your mind about the the, uh, the workings of them.
0: No, I, I don't yeah. think so. But I mean, at the same time, it could just be placebo effect on it. Uh, but even so, that's more benefit. You know, if a placebo effect works on the mind that then stimulates the body to work and react to that that placebo, um, you know, that's better than, than nothing. So uh, I, I think what it about, worst, um, worth doing.
1: In terms of quality, there's, there's, the prices vary significantly. Um, is, is that just because of I don't know the name of them or is it is there an actual quality difference on, I, on multivitamins
0: I, I don't think there is I mean I think you know you look at the back of them and you look at the ingredients and it's exactly the same so I, I, is, I it, is it really exactly the same yeah yeah it it's usually is are they, I, are they not, it with are they not
1: more, more concentrated uh, the, oh. the more you know the, the, no.
0: There, there will, there's higher concentrations yeah you can see that but that's, that's on the front of the bottle with the, the amount that's, that's in there that says that's in it um, of things so yeah there, there's higher concentrations and they will be more expensive for a higher concentration um
1: have you not thought of selling them in your shop?
0: Uh, well, we 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 can get sort of supplements and things like that, and we could do. But you, you can get them, at, you know, your supermarkets, your, your pharmacists, and all the rest of it. So it, it of sort course, of seems to yeah. divide the point but, a bit to, to be in the shop. Well, really. not necessarily
1: it's, because if if you you're with a runner in the shop and and they want to discuss, you know, multivitamins, and you've got them there, you know, I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, I've
0: been I've been trialing actually um, a brand called uh, Mantra. Um, which is a, a multivitamin uh, powder um, uh, that you use. Uh, you've got basically got you've got a morning one. Um, it's called Rise for the morning. Uh, it's all natural. Um, it's all natural ingredients. Um, it's all various vitamins, minerals, and, uh, and nutrients in there, um, and a natural sort of. Um, uh, stimulant in there to help wake you up so it's not ca- it's not uh, caffeine or anything like that mm-hmm. um, so that wakes you up you've then got the the one in the the middle of the day and um, which that does have a bit of caffeine in it um and that uh, helps for recovery and things that and then there is rest in the evening as well um which again these are little tiny powder sachets that you pour into water mix them in and, and just drink it as a drink um, and that helps to um the, the serotonin levels and things like that and helps you to, to, to get a, a, to sleep and a restful sleep. It's mm. the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, so I've, i I got sent to a pack of them actually uh, from the from the the brand uh, from the, the company director. Uh, um, yeah. And I've been trialing yeah. them and they they've been they, they taste really nice. What you're uh, having three a day then? Yeah, three a day. Yes, yeah, so at the rise um, and the rest at the end of the night. And, the, and the one have I've you
1: do ge- you think you've genuinely found um, an improvement in your in your being?
0: Um. I don't. I don't know. Um, I think I, I've I've drunk less caffeine being on it I, I've not needed what, as much that, caffeine drinks you've not needed it well okay. I've not felt like I need I feel right, like the, the, yeah. that natural one uh, I have in the the morning uh, without the caffeine in it it, it does wake me up uh, the smell as well it, there's a there's sort of like um, the flavourings of lemon and, and ginger and things that flavouring sort of helps wake you up uh, oh, from a sense I bet they're um, quite, quite expensive
1: quite though if, uh, is the, the, the director hoping that you potentially stock them in your shop yeah potentially yeah yeah. And, uh, uh, they're, they're not actually a, available
0: you... in the UK yet um, um, they're, you... they're an american brand they're oh. a startup business um in america so and... you'd be
1: the first um store to sell mantra yeah, no, yeah. potentially but, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good selling point it isn't is, it yeah, yeah. the only store to sell mantra um and what kind of prices are we talking for this stuff um uh, let's ask... say seven days it's 21 sachets so one week supply yeah. how much would that be
0: I don't actually know the prices on them. To be fair, you know, okay. um, it's okay. not one of the things. Because uh, well, as well, the yeah. when I did see it, it was all in dollars. Um,
1: okay, moving on. Listen, <laughs> gel insoles. Yeah. Um, and then you've got you've got gel insoles for ordinary shoes. You've got um, what do you call them? Just ordinary insoles, really. You know, you've yeah. got what the all gel the and the, and the, gel the foam. And are... What's the difference? Um, the gel would appear, you know, to touch. You'd think you're getting more support from a gel and so is that correct or
0: i mean i mean you know from a shoe perspective asics used gel in their shoes for for years Mm. um it was it was the big thing of being cushioned, you know softer cushion and things like that yeah uh at the time when it first came out it was um, a nice new cushion sort of thing in comparison to other brands um, but the, 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 then the EVA foams that most running shoes are made from EVA the, the EVA yeah, what to, is that um, it's um, a plastic it's the name of the plastic yeah. basically Foam, um, yeah. okay. and that that you know most running shoes are, are made from that um, there is uh, the new sort of um foam which is piba foam it's a p-backs uh, foam which is what you use in like the um, the racing shoes the Nike vapor flies the uh Cicconis, uh use it in those.
1: um what reason are they using them just it's, it's, it's a, a lighter
0: softer uh, foam well, it's not as heavy and it's this not shoe. as heavy oh, um, and yeah. it's, it's a lot softer springier foam as well but it's a lot more expensive which is why it's not in it's not being rolled out into every running shoe on the market it's it's in right. these specialist Performance racing shoes and things like that, which are perhaps they don't last as long. No, it doesn't, it does break down quicker. Mm. Um,
1: So, the and and that foam, by the way, is that uh, that EVA EVA foam insole? Is when you buy some insoles, let's say for ordinary shoes. Um, would that be the EVA foam as well? That that kind of insole? No, it's, uh, yeah.
0: they're usually uh, different sort of foam. And um, the insoles and stuff like that. You you can get EVA ones, uh, but the EVA is usually the, the, the sort of more plastic, the sole of the shoe, the plastic sole of the shoe. Oh, sorry, um, yeah, built with,
1: built within within the yeah, within the, 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 the yeah, this
0: literally the the, the sole yeah. of the shoe as you look at it. Um, they sort of usually it's usually white on most running shoes. Um, mm. and then obviously you've got the insole inside, uh, which is usually just a soft sort of well,
1: you know, that's what I'm, I'm talking about the intro. yeah. yeah, yeah. So. so you can
0: get EVA ones of them and stuff like that as well but um it's mostly just like some sort of uh
1: what ratio of shoes in your store yeah. would you have to replace the the in, or would you recommend replacing the uh, the insole or would you would you know? It de-
0: it depends because usually I've always
1: thought that's a terrible selling point. You know, it's not a good selling point to, to ins- sell a pair of shoes. Well, no, name. I well yeah.
0: I always say there's no need really to swap the insoles. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason you swap the insole is because. Your shoe's worn out from a running perspective, so the insole's gone, uh, the cushioning's gone from a, a running perspective, but you still like the shoe, and you just yeah. want to use it as a worry around, you know, you go into work in it sort of thing, Okay. it's comfortable, but you're not yeah. going to run it anymore. Okay. But yeah. because you're not going to run it, it's worn out that way, the insole's worn out, so you're going to put a different insole in it just to give it that bit of extra cushion and, and fit to it. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I've I got a couple shoes that when I've worn them out to a certain degree um by adding a, a an insole into it i can just get another you know another couple of weeks out of the shoe you know because it just adds a little bit more cushion back in there and it just gives them a little bit longer lifespan um before i have to retire them yeah. um, so you can do that you, but, you know then, you're then trying to, you're trying to push the limits of a shoe's lifespan at that point really by doing that you know but it's whether you want to say well i'll buy an insole for 15 quid now get another couple of weeks out of a shoe yeah. or I'll pay £100 plus and just get a new shoe right yeah, now. Yeah. And it, it depends where you are and what your finances are, I suppose, on that side of things. In regards to,
1: to socks, you know, you've got all these socks with sort of cushioning in, in certain, on the heel, generally on the heel yeah. and on the... Uh, the uh, the toes, right around the yeah, toes? Yeah, yeah. The, and sometimes
0: you have a bit of, um, you can get them with um, like a bit of compression around the plantar to help protect. And the plantar, uh, is, plantar is that middle front. part of the yeah, foot. Right yeah, around under the arch of the foot and things like that. Um,
1: what would be wrong with just putting on some, let's say, really thick, woolly socks? What What's wrong with that? Well,
0: the, the, it's all down to, I mean, socks are all down to personal preference, but the one we always sort of th- we think about it in terms of running is if you're going to buy a £120, £150 shoe because it's... You know, you want the quality of the shoe, you want the fit, the performance, and all that, and then you're gonna put on, you know, uh five ninety 590, five pound ninety nine as the sock, you know, sort of thing to it. You're sort of defying the point of the comfort of the of having a, a, a well-comforted, you know, performance-based running shoe by yeah. then putting on a cheap sock that's gonna Absor- that's um, gonna let the moisture build up in there and sweat and things like that. So then you're gonna cause chances of blisters and stuff. So there is um, a big d- these socks. Yeah, I mean, do, you know, do you believe in them?
1: I believe in them. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's. What about so different- what, what about the you know the very thick, thick socks? You know, like for putting, like saying that in a steel toe cap boot, you'd, yeah. you'd put a thicker sock on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I put a th- really thick sock on inside a, a training shoe, yeah. You'd imagine you'd you'd have more you'd have, you do have more you know material that material. It depends what but, it's made from. But would that not roll as well? You know within the the. No,
0: because you get you get thick. You can get thick running socks. Mm. Um, it depends. It comes down to a comfort but perspective with the, the, like they're,
1: they're never that thick, though, Are they? Do you know what I mean? You can sort get of, yeah, you can yeah, get thick yeah. ones.
0: Um, it's just they're not. You know, not many people. Prefer that thick of a sock because again, it's going to heat up the foot it's so thick it's going to be a lot warmer. you run, into so you're going to get warmer anyway through that because, you're because going to overheat I heat the feet and things like that. And, and because and, I
1: suffer with the, well, I don't suffer with it, I think that's the wrong word. I do have a little bit of problem problem with, with the Reynard yeah. in the hands. It's also, I think, a, a bit of the in the feet. My feet are quite, I'd say, colder, you know, colder sort of. Um, I don't see my feet sweating so much. Um, would I get away with with any pair of socks in that regard? But no, you, what you're saying, you've given me the information. The socks are important, and, and yeah, I think. I think and um, the design is is not just um, a marketing um, ploy, although to some extent, perhaps um, it is beneficial to, yeah, to you, the to the to the shoe.
0: Yeah, you've got to look at what it's made from. To be fair, um, because the, the properties of the sock is is. Either going to be beneficial to your foot and to the to the shoe that you're buying, um, or you know if it's if it's not you know if it's just a cotton sock or something like that, it you know it's it's not going to uh, wick the moisture away or anything. It's going to build up and you're going to cause blisters and stuff like that from your sock. Which when you've spent money on an expensive shoe or something like that, sort of defies the point really that you're then going to cheap out on your sock and and cause the issues that, that the the shoe shouldn't cause. But you're going to have because you stopped oh, to suitable. But, oh having uh, said all that,
1: there was the, the very famous runner who ran in in bare feet. Uh, well, that gentleman—I mean, not not um, Zola, but not her. The, the no. gentleman, what was his name? The the chap he came on the scene and he he. Oh uh, no! You mean uh, winner
0: of the 1960, 1960 Rome Rome Marathon mm. uh, Olympic Marathon? He um, blew
1: everyone away, didn't he? In his bare feet. Yeah! 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 And and um, what was his name? Anyway, it wasn't bikini. It was like a bikini yeah, sort it was, of sound. Yeah, isn't it? it's, it's that's me that's right at m- minute. But... that bikini fella's still running now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a top athlete yeah. from, from this deck, this yeah, this yeah, era. Yeah. But yeah. didn't he have a similar name? Was he not he did, also yeah. a bikini? No? It might be. It's like,
0: really escaping my, my mm. mind at the moment, but okay, yeah, I know exactly okay. who you mean. It's okay. Um, <laughs> with yeah, him, well, with him, he was running in Burfi. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: when when if I had this conversation with Mister you know yeah so the, i mean um, well he what would he he'd probably laugh in my face would he i don't know
0: well that's the thing that so you know you're talking 10 15 years ago there was the whole uh, barefoot running uh, sort of movement where it was it was like you know we should get away from these max Crushing shoes and we should get to barefoot running and yeah. there is some you know correctness in that the issue being uh, and what the issue had after that whole uh, through that movement you know 10 15 years ago yeah. was um that's great if you're on nice, soft, um, Na- know, grass natu- surfaces, natural, natural, natural surfaces natural stuff really. like yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, if you're running on tarmac, which in the Western world, the yeah, majority yeah, of sadly, us are, sadly. you're um, there's a lot of impact going up through the joints could without the Could not percussion. just run
1: on the fields, which you well, could you do? Could, you could we, do, yeah.
0: but obviously, you've got to watch out for glass. Oh, and i I'm, and like, you know, I'm terrified so, of glass. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have run um, at Sutton Track. Uh, I've cooled down on the, yeah. on the grass um, inside the track barefoot. Um, when I went out to altitude train font Romieux, I did the same thing mm. I'd, I'd warm up and cool down barefoot on the on the font, grass there Font-en-Mure what about French pra- Pyrenees French Pyrenees um, yeah. yeah so um, can you name, can you name train. a big
1: place you know near it
0: uh, so it was well, actually it's termed. not far from uh, Barcelona uh, oh, really, yeah. from the border uh, right, okay. in Spain to Barcelona. Mm. So you, you usually a lot of people fly into Barcelona and then get right, the train from there yeah. um, out, uh, well, out. That's what out you to, did. No, I went to Toulouse and got the train from Toulouse in France. Which how, how long um, did that take you? Uh, it was good. Well, I had to. I had to. It took me a day to be fair because I had to get the train there, and then because it was so late, I'd missed the last train. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. I had to stay over then in the in <laughs> okay. the town in a, a smaller town, uh, or in a, in a bigger town. Sorry, and then get the um, the train up to uh, to Fontremere. Okay. Uh, but the, okay. the easiest way is to be fair, you can get um, go to Barcelona, and you can just get a coach from Barcelona, a bus uh, from Barcelona that goes up to
1: back to the Burfeet, yeah. sir. You were touch talk- saying. You, yeah. So you, so you
0: were, uh, I've done that on on the grass and things like that. Um, obviously off the back of uh, that barefoot movement, um, the idea, the principles of letting your feet naturally spread, strengthening up the feet from being able to sort of move in a more natural manner. So you you um, weren't you weren't, this, this you weren't
1: running on the track. You were running on the grass. I run on the grass at the yeah, side. Effect, that was warm up yeah, and cool yeah. down, and yeah. then I'd
0: swap into my spikes and stuff and do my, my session. Yes. Um, and you got
1: that idea from one of the people there, did you? Did you not know? Uh, I'd watched know yeah, it. Yeah. I'd watched
0: a couple of them there, and yeah, we, you know, it. reading the books and stuff like mm. as well. It was it was an idea, and, and yeah. So I think I think if you can, if you if you've got access to something like that where you can run a little bit barefoot, I think it's useful because it, it helps you to to strengthen up the the muscles in. In the feet, mm. um, but obviously there's there's brands uh, running shoe brands that then thought, well, this is a great the, the idea of running barefoot is great, but obviously in the Western world we need some sort of cushioning and stuff. Sort of oh, this peculiar, so peculiar
1: fella, we yeah. don't know his name. He came over and he ran on tarmac. He though, did. He? Uh, I mean, well, Ron, Ron Hill
0: did. Uh, he famously won the um, Salford Seven Mile. Uh, road race, uh, barefoot It be mostly because he forgot to bring. He brought yeah, the wrong shoes yeah, with him, and, yeah, yeah. and had to run barefoot Not,
1: not in the same sort That's just seven mile. But this guy yeah. was doing every, all the marathons. yeah. He, he, did he? A mar- he, did, yeah, he
0: was doing a marathon barefoot Yeah, he was doing not uh, just he's, one. He's, he did a few. Yeah, he did. Yeah. A, he, did yeah. he did all of them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, not all. Uh, he won the Olympic, yeah. the Olympic marathon. Yeah. barefoot So yeah, the, the, you know, it's a, it is different to a seven miler. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ron used to run cross-countries. Uh, he used to, when he got to a cross-country course, he would te- uh, check how muddy it was, what the ground was like, really, he'd yeah. decide whether he ran in his spikes or whether he ran barefoot. So um, he, he, was
1: this quite an often where he'd run barefoot? Yeah, yeah, in yeah Ron, Ron Hill would
0: run barefoot quite, quite often. Which
1: league would he have he have run in? Um, cross-country league. It would be
0: a different league than. than it wouldn't be around anymore. It anymore. Uh, no, no. no. Um, it would be the West Lancs. I would have thought. West Lancs? Um, do they not
1: have a league anymore?
0: Uh, they do, but it's not the West Lancs league anymore. Stuff like <laughs> okay. that. Um, you, yeah. you know, obviously L and D and stuff like that uh, would have come out of it with Merseyside when Lancashire was split up into Greater Manchester and, and Merseyside and things like that. Um, but obviously, back when the L and D's
1: over hundred years, I think. So it, it is true. Um, yeah, over hundred years. So we
0: probably. Uh, I don't think he... I've so. not seen his results in any L&D, in L&D things. But, um, no, I mean, he was out uh, Manchester way and things like that, so... Um. Not to
1: worry, not to worry. Um, I don't know where to, to, to finish this podcast, but but I, I could finish if you will allow me to read a little story, an excerpt. From the book that I'm reading, is, is go that, that the very, very intre- thought for the day? Let's what? round
0: out this very random topic discussion podcast with something even more random and uh, from John Joe's um, Eckhart Toll's. Uh, yeah, yeah, please. Uh, I'd, so, I'd like to read this. This go, go, is quite, go, go quite if interesting. You, if you've listened so far, uh, well done and uh, enjoy this. Last this is why we've got John, so, John. so many listeners in India now,
1: <laughs> a Zen master was walking in silence with one of his disciples along a mountain trail. I hope you're listening now. When they came to an ancient cedar tree, they sat down under it for a simple meal of some rice and vegetables. After the meal, the disciple, a young monk, who had not yet found the key to the mystery of Zen, broke the silence by asking the master, Master, how do I enter Zen? He was, of course, inquiring how to enter the state of consciousness, which is Zen. The master remained silent almost five minutes past, while the disciple anxiously waited for an answer. He was about to ask another question when the master suddenly spoke. Do you hear the sound of that mountain stream? The disciple had not been aware of any mountain stream. He had been too busy thinking about the meaning of Zen. Now, as he began to listen for the sound, his noisy mind subsided. At first, he heard nothing. Then his thinking gave way to heightened alertness, and suddenly he did hear the hardly perceptible murmur of a small stream in the far distance. Yes, I can hear it now, he said. The master raised his finger, and, with a look in his eyes that in some way was both fierce and gentle, said, Enter Zen from there. The disciple was stunned. He wa- It was his first satori, a flash of enlightenment. He knew what Zen was without knowing what it was that he knew. They continued their journey in silence. The disciple was amazed at the aliveness of the world around him. He experienced everything as it was for the first time. Gradually, however, he started thinking again. The alert stillness became covered up again by mental noise. And before long, he had another question. Master, he said, I have been thinking. What would you have said if I hadn't been able to hear the man's stream? The master stopped, looked at him, raised his finger and said, Enter Zen from there.
0: (laughs) So there you go, guys. I hope you find Zen. I hope you've enjoyed this show. Um, if you have please subscribe to it um, and uh, share it with uh, other listeners as well wonderful uh, wonderful I've truly
1: enjoyed uh, uh, discussing uh, with you and I look forward to seeing you in person very soon Matthew
0: definitely take care all and we'll see you next time two men on
1: the run